Hey guys, and welcome back to Tina Marie with your girl the Hooligan. How's it been? How's it going? I hope it's been good for you guys. Um, first off, let's start with good news. I finally finished that His Siren Song fanfic, bro. Like, that shit went OD for no reason. Like, OD hard for, like, no reason. But it's finally done. Ended up a little darker, but it made sense for me. Uh, so yeah, that's fucking out of the way. I feel like I've been doing that forever. I also managed to finish my villain Deku. Uh, adult Deku. Not child Deku. Um, <laughs> story, so that was out the way. I was like, oh, I've been planning on doing those two things, but I don't know. It just took me a very long while to, like, motivate myself to finish. But I did. And it's done. And it's pretty good. I enjoyed the stories. I hope that other people did. Um, so yeah. yeah, I can't complain too much. And I'm watching a little anime here and there because I haven't really been reading much. Like I said, I've been not in the mood for reading. And especially since the anime this season has been hitting nice. Like, pretty great. Um, I finished watching all of season one of... Uh, the ascension of a bookworm which honestly i feel like i should do a review on so i'm just gonna do it now so practically the story is you know a young lady ends up dying in the library um and she's actually really obsessed with the books and the, her one wish was like if she gets born again like she would like to be surrounded by books but unfortunately when she's born again she's born to the body of a very sick young girl who's already like four or five or something on those lines and she's born to a very non-magical world at least her part of the world isn't and they're kind of impoverished but they're not like starvation mode you know they're not that hardcore yet and her parents are also super loving and super doting on their daughters because uh she has now a sister uh and it's a very cute loving family dynamic but she is a young woman in the body of a kid, so she has all of the memories of her past life, and she has goals that she wants to accomplish in this present future. Um, and the world is like you know Europeanish, but uh, it ends up like at the beginning I thought it was something else, and I was like, okay, this is really cool. But then you start getting kind of magical, which I didn't see that change happening. But it was really interesting, and it was really cool. So that was a ten out of ten. Uh, <laughs> I find it kind of funny because she's really not OP, but the knowledge that she actually has and has brought with her. Hold on a second because my partner is screaming in the fucking background. I hope you guys can just ignore that because honestly, I cannot make them stop games. I swear to God. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> so I, yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like really cool, magical kind of situation. And I cannot wait for season two because it's very political, charged. But anyways, I'm also watching other shows like um, Love After World Domination. Okay, it is so adorable. It's like um, a mishmash of old superhero-like shows. So you got a villainess who kind of reminds me of Skeletor, not gonna lie, um, like a female version of Skeletor. And you have a Red Ranger for who some re uh, for some reason end up kind of developing a crush on each other and trying to date in secret and in the public eye are like battling it out for good versus evil really cute um <laughs> i like the concept 
Uh, so I definitely want to keep watching that here and there. I'm not going to make it a perfect already because it's fine, but it seems really cute. Uh, I also keep on watching uh, Spy X Family. Like I said, I kind of enjoy it way more now. I feel like it's finding its footing in its place. And, you know, with the third, with the mom, it's so much funnier. Uh, what else did I watch? Okay. Twin Star Exorcist. Okay. <laughs> um, I'd always heard about this show, but I've never actually watched it. So I gave it a try. And, you know, Destined faded lover bullshit but like with fighting it's okay it's nothing to cry home about i mean it's definitely stylized but i don't know it's okay it's fine i'm not in love but i don't hate it but i have been watching more of love love of kill that's pretty good um, it, 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 he kind of gives me, um, if Anzai had a, bro had an older brother who just, things went severely wrong with, that is our main love interest. And it's so funny. <laughs> because I was looking, I was literally watching it, looking at him like, yo, this boy is crazy. Like, he's smiling and all smiles and shit, but just, he's crazy. He gives me Hanako Khan, Toliban Hanako Khan, that, like, adult. It's so kind of, it's kind of cute. It's kind of cute. I'm not going to lie. What else have I been up to lately in the anime world? Because I want to, like, follow up on the anime stuff before I go on the tangent. Oh, I finished watching Soma Spider, So What, season one. Uh, you know, actually, it wasn't really bad. I really enjoyed it. That was kind of fun. I hope that there's more of it because clearly there's a lot of story left to be said, so... I'm excited about that. Let's hope that comes back maybe next year, which I think it probably will. It's been like a year since it came out, right? So it should come out soon. Anyways, I have read a little, little something here and there. And it's nothing spicy. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's more of a sweet little love story than it is like sexual like if you're looking for sexual stuff you're not getting it like <laughs> let me log into my account right here hold on because i can't keep track of things at the top of my head that's not work related because i'm like that excuse me i don't know why i'm singing that to you i've been singing a lot lately I should really stop that. I'm not really good at it. So let's go to my timeline. Okay, that's not working. Homepage. Oh, come on. I knew I was reading something. I had it in my list. Okay. The director who buys me dinner. Okay, this is actually type funny. So... <laughs> Also has a different title called The President Who Always Treats Me Meals, Treats Me to Meals. Uh, it's like a small little love story. And basically, there was this guy who accidentally got cursed. Because he shot his lover and she chose to die with him. And every time he gets reincarnated, 
his goal is to try to find him and try to get him to fall in love with him. And this time he comes back as a CEO of a company. I don't know what kind of company exactly, but a company. Because, you know, that's like the rule of manga. You don't know what company it is. Uh, (laughs) Unless it's specific to the plot or something. So, yeah, he's like a CEO now. And he calls a guy called, hold on. I know his name is like really important. Jean Dambon to his office and is like, hey, I like you. Let's date. And, you know, um, Yonbon is like a new secretary and he's kind of like freaking out. Like, whoa, whoa, my game. We're both boys. Like, I'm not, I'm not into this gay shit. Like, um, miss me with that one, but please don't fire me because I need this job. And so he's like, no, like, I'm not going to fire you, whatever. Like, just fine. Go do your job, I guess. And he's like, just so you know, like, if you don't date me, there will be bad things happening. And so Jumbo's like, okay, whatever. And then he wakes up the next day with like a bullet scar on his chest. And he freaks out. So that that next day, basically, he goes back to his boss and is like, hey, what the hell is this? Like, am I really going to die with you? This and forth. He's like, yeah, well, I've been reincarnated a couple times and so have you. And he's like, no, I don't want to do this. This is ridiculous. And he's like, well, what can I do to stop this? He's like, well, you can go on a date with me. Like, we could start off by going to dinners. And it's like, that's how their relationship kind of starts. And at first, um, Yumbong is like really hesitant to even like go out with him. because He's like, oh, this guy's kind of creepy. Like, he's really fucking weird. Like, how do you just step out of nowhere and have this bullshit idea? But after some time, he kind of starts looking forward to their dinner. And also then starts questioning, like, are we really getting closer? Like, are we really doing anything to stop this curse? Like, it, like the wound hasn't gotten any worse on either of them. But it's not like it's gone away. <laughs> so, yeah, like, their relationship progresses. And they kind of start... He kind of starts, uh, the boss CEO starts kind of pushing the moves on him. Because he's like, you know what, like, I really do like him. And not just because I'm supposed to like him. I like this guy's personality. I like who he is. I like being around him. But he's like, I understand that I'm cursed. So, while, you know, CEO man is, like, figuring out his fucking feelings. Yumbum is out here in the streets trying to get answers. Going to churches, going to Buddhist monks, going to everybody. Like, somebody please help me. Somebody please help me. And it isn't until, like, he goes to this Korean lady that she... He kind of gets a hit that, like, she knows more about it than is willing to let on. But she freaks out and says, like, hey, if the gods see you here, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble. Like, get the fuck out. Like, get the fuck out. Get out. Get out. Get out of my office. I don't want you here. So he realizes it's a little something beyond his control. And that kind of freaks him out because he's like, like, this is ridiculous. I shouldn't be in this type of situation. And, you know, but he's still kind of get he's kind of freaking out because he's getting more and more attached to the CEO man. Because, of course, you know, he's like, ah, I'm not a hoe. But, you know, one day they start drinking and they start getting kind of extra close, extra um, fresque. And this kind of starts to turn a conversation like who's going to be the bottom and who's going to be the top. And of course, CEO man's like, I'm the top. Look at my body. Body, yaddy, yaddy. Not like that, of course, but like like that, technically. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm stupid. Don't mind me. And of course, like, this kind of freaks him out even more because he's like, I don't know if I really want to do this. I don't know if this kind of lifestyle I want to live. But of course, tragedy strikes. And of course, there's a hospital scene and he has to get better. And then Yoon realizes how great of a boss he is because in comparison, like, the guy that they have um, replacing him right now is absolute fucking trash goblin and everyone's upset and miserable in the office but it's cute it's adorable i'm liking it it's a good little sweet story yes there is some implications about like sexual scenes but there's no like sexual scenes in general so it is kind of nice to be able to like <sighs> enjoying the fantasy without having to like physically see anything because i know sometimes like i like spicy shit but sometimes i like just sweet stuff just this just the adorable little sweet things that come with life so yeah also right now if you're wondering why i sound really distracted i am both bleaching my hair and cutting up a candle with a fucking blade why am i cutting off this candle with a blade first off it doesn't smell good uh it was a gift it doesn't smell good but whenever i get anxiety i like to cut it up into little strips don't know if that's a weird thing to do but i do it and you know it makes my hands smell good. It's just as a candle when it burns, it doesn't smell great. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. Don't don't judge me. Don't judge me on that one. Also gonna give you guys an update on the book that I bought. <laughs> if you guys were here for that audiobook episode, um which you should have been, because that was a hot mess. There was a sale on audiobooks right after that. I was so mad. I was like, oh, you bitches. Yeah, I did that shit on purpose, and I'm not okay with that. By the way, what the hell are you guys buying for your mom for Mother's Day? Because I don't want to buy my mommy for Mother's Day. I think I'm just getting her cash and be like, ah, surprise, money. Uh, <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know what to buy my mom. Like she's she's a little crazy, and not like my crazy. She's a different kind of crazy. So I don't know. Whatever. So, yeah. Audiobooks. So, <laughs> so I ended up reading the the snakey, snakey one. Hold on. Let me pull it up on my Kindle app. I'm not sponsored, by the way. King Cobra. That's what it was. I'm going to get out of this before it starts reading out loud. Because I don't want it to read it along. Okay. So, yeah. King Cobra. The Naga's Bride. Actually, first off. You guys are going to laugh at me, but I absolutely love trashy romances. And this is absolute trashy and gorgeous at the same time. There's something so good when an artist, when a writer can just really make a scene for you. She made a scene. And I'm loving it. So the story goes that um, there's this young pilot woman who is very unsatisfied with her life in space. And she's in the middle of a war with the the cat species and uh and society has really changed because clearly it's like way further into the future earth was um abandoned it was considered uninhabitable and then thousands of years passed and new satient creatures came about some scientists still resided on earth and came back to do experiments and stuff like that but they were you know sanctioned and a few in between but apparently, <clears throat> they're flying around 
what's it called? Uh, this, you know, old earth where they kind of make a quote unquote stop. And that's when it's revealed that they are being sold off to the Naga species for their t ancient technology that is actually really, really useful even in the future. Because of course, you know, scientists went down and they created a bunch of other stuff and found old technology and modernized it and stuff like that. So, like, you have the humans kind of bartering with females, like, uh, to give females of their species because their species, females have kind of banded together to kind of go against them because of uh, something that happened in their past. It was like some kind of a war of the sexes kind of thing. And the women abandoned the men. So these snake people that evolved on Earth uh, are just like, we need females, like we'll buy them off of you. And so that is where our pilot woman comes in. And she's also brought down with three other women. This is book two, so I don't know much about book one, but what I've read on the reviews, people said they didn't really like it. This one was better, and so was the third one. So I'm like, okay, so I'll definitely check out the third one book. So anyways, um, she's being sold off, and they decide to compete. The people who receive her, the, the snake people who receive her, the Nagas who receive her, uh, do a competition where they try and get their hands on the girls. So whoever gets their hands on them first basically wins them captures them or whatever so they kind of have this competition and these girls kind of run off they're just like uh-uh we gotta go 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 we gotta go 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 we gotta go hey let me stop um <laughs> so they're running this is fucked up because they're running for their lives and i'm here making a fucking song out of it anyways they're running they're hopping they're skipping they're jumping out the fucking way at one point, they end up getting split up during a giant jump. And that's where it becomes only about the pilot girl. So pilot girl is on her own now. And then she gets viciously attacked by one of the Nagas. Uh, he comes after her and he tries to, you know, SA her. It's very graphic. So if that's not something that's on your alley and you don't want to listen to something like that because I may trigger you, please don't, don't pick it up. But... She manages to defend herself and end up fine. Still traumatized, but you know, she's she's good. She's good. She's she still has her head in her good head in her shoulders and she's still fine. Uh she managed to survive a night. Mind you, there are two main people coming after her. One is the the one that bartered for her. And his like best friend basically and they're coming after her but they she manages to kind of evade everybody and when the next morning comes she manages to find a nice little lake camp out by it take a bath kind of chill and that's when she sees oh shit it's the Cobra Naga one who's like yellow and shit she's like, oh hell no not again I'm not going through this. And she's like, I'm just going to jump into this lake. So there she is, uh, jumping into the fucking lake, trying to swim away. He's like, damn, bitch, I ain't good with the water, but I'm coming to save you because clearly you don't know what you're doing. You got no skills and no way to protect yourself. Like, I got to go. So he goes in there and 
he manages to pull her out and you know she's freaking out and he's like no don't worry i'm not gonna do nothing like i'm just gonna take you to my home like you're my mate like i claim you blah 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 so he takes her all the way home and he actually lives in like a shuttle created by scientists where he has an abundance of old knowledge due to books books and old technology old modern technology which is kind of really cool to think about it and he has like basically a plethora of robots that keep his you know quote-unquote nest like dope and in pristine condition and they follow his orders and shit like that it's really cool so what was I saying right 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 so she's like kind of impressed but also kind of freaking out he lets her like have a shower and like gives her jewels and clothing which is stuff like she wouldn't even have access to because she's just a pilot for the war so meaning that technically she doesn't even get any of these luxuries but for some reason on earth this snake man has all of these luxuries and it's kind of like okay like she realizes like the position of privilege that she's in but also is terrified and he is trying to kind of make her understand like hey bro like i'm not here trying to fuck with you like you are my queen like i am a king i'm a king cobra like you are my queen like i want you to be safe i don't want you to go outside because if you go outside there's a bunch of sex stars males who really want some kids and really want a woman and they're in really high supply really high demand and very very low supply so she kind of understands it but also doesn't really because she wants to go home she's like these like the the humans in my ship they betrayed me like they did me wrong i have to get to center space i gotta let them know what they're doing because this is illegal you can't be selling off people in general that's really fucked up but it gets kind of sadder at one point. It really does disappoint me, but I feel like, damn, like that does happen. But slowly with time, they kind of start connecting. Like, he, she starts kind of connecting the dots. Like, yeah, he really doesn't really want to hurt me. He does want me to love him, and he just wants me to look pretty for him. Which is such a fucking uh, dream. Imagine if all you had to do was look pretty. Like, you can be yourself and do whatever you want and, like, be crazy and shit and just look pretty. Like, that's fucking awesome. I would like to. I would, like, I would trade. I would barter for that kind of system. Like, let me live my life and, yes, I would look pretty for you and model for you or whatever. Like, that's great. 10 out of 10. Like, and I get jewels. Every fucking need I might ever have satisfied. I don't think there's too many people out there who would say no to that. I mean, maybe you're one of them, 10 out of 10, but... I don't, I don't want to tunnel. I don't want to work. <laughs> I don't want to struggle. What the f- do I look like? Anyways. She understands the position of privilege that she's in. But she still wants to kind of go. And I f- she starts becoming kind of complacent. She's like, oh, you know, this is actually a pretty good deal. Which, of course, you know, it definitely is. But it wasn't until her livelihood was threatened that she started really rethinking the situation because the best friend who originally had bartered for her had uh, come back and was like, hey, what you did was unfair. 
you basically threw me over the side of the mountain as soon as the hunt began. Like, you targeted me. I never got the chance to get my female, this, that, and the fourth. And, you know, she's hearing all this and is like, nah, this is not cute. Like, uh-uh. Mind you, she's alone at the time. And, he, you know, finally King Cobra guy comes back and it's like, oh, you know, like, I won fair and square. You don't even want her. You want the other girl. The one of the other girls that he, she came with. It's like some green-eyed or red-eyed girl. And, yeah, so she manages to convince him, like, yeah, like, I'm not even the one you want. Like, the one you want is somebody else, but she's pregnant. Like, please don't hurt her. She gets, she's like, whatever, this and the fourth. That becomes a, pro- a plot line later on, but I'm not going to s- expose it to you. But this kind of commotion allows her more freedom because it's like, oh, yeah, she stayed by my side. She made sure I was good. You know, like, I feel like he felt like, oh, you know, maybe I can trust her a little more. So he allows her to kind of open the door freely. But that was after they tried to me and then he realized, like, oh, I'm not going to quote-unquote fit there's a lot of um (laughs) like i've completely skipped over all of the sexual innuendos in this and all the sexual like masturbation scenes of the snake and i don't even yeah i don't even mean the girl i mean the snake like it is a really fun read um (laughs) but it was definitely freaking interesting i was like whoa like but anyways he tries to like get it in and can't and he feels kind of bad because he's like I don't want to hurt her I want to have her around but he's like I'm frustrated like if only I was a smaller guy like this wouldn't be an issue he's like I'm the issue it's not her she's perfect she's everything I ever wanted but I'm a hot fucking mess I'm trash I'm gonna leave oh sorry like I'm gonna leave I can't handle this so he goes out on his own and she kind of feels abandoned because they were kind of about to do the freaky freaky but he kind of left in the middle of everything and she's kind of betrayed she's emotional she feels like she's been too compliant lately and that maybe it was best if she just left before she got too emotional she didn't deserve all the luxuries and luxurious life that she was living and she might as well try and find a way home and then she finds out that he, you know, had actually granted her access to leave the dwelling. So at first she goes trying to find him. But then she was like, you know what? Fuck that guy, you know. Like, let me go find my friend that I came in with. The pregnant one. The one with the red eyes or red or green eyes. Whatever the hell it was. I don't care. Uh, such a fucking writing trope. Oh, I'm going to have special colored eyes. Fuck you and your special colored eyes. Give me the brown eyed chicks. Fuck you. Anyways, not hating. 10 out of 10 if you have green or, like, blue eyes or gray eyes. Like, 10 out of 10 for you. But most people in the world don't. Anyways. (laughs) So, off she goes. And uh, she does manage to find her. With the help of another snake. And this is where her idea of the world starts to crumble. And she starts realizing how naive she's kind of been this whole time. And how she had actually had the way better life than she had predicted at least in comparison to the other girls because while they're out here suffering getting fucking horrible treatments basically at the point of starvation where their bones are starting to show out of their fucking face 
she was well fed, well bathed, clean, you know, kept healthy and pretty while the other girls were basically suffering the whole time. And uh, remember how I said she was pregnant? Like the other girl was pregnant? Well, she wasn't. She said that just to keep herself alive because she knew that they planned on selling her anyways and they were trying to run a bunch of experiments on her quote-unquote unborn fetus. It was a whole hot mess. And when she finally tries to get a hold of one of the crashed ships and tries to fly it out of there, she ends up finding out like they were sold on purpose. Like it was the government, the military who had planned to sell her because they saw her as an inadequate uh, soldier pilot. Well, she's actually a great pilot, but she's an inadequate soldier because she wasn't willing to commit like war atrocities. And this leads to a whole accident. She ends up losing control of the ship because they don't want her to have control of the ship. And this leads to her actually almost meeting her fucking maker. But luckily the red haired girl the red eyed girl ends up saving her. And they end up being found by the King Cobra, which is her, you know, mate or whatever. And he ends up bringing her to a medical pod, which God bless is how she ended up living. But, like, they still have to work on their relationship and the communication. And now she has a lot of self-imagery problems because she has a lot, a lot of daddy issues. Like, hardcore, this is, like, daddy issues to show. Well, not to show the audiobook. Um, but justifiably, though, because clearly, like, there's been a lot of trauma revolving around her dad. And as her main parent, he really wasn't there for her. Especially once he died, clearly. And he kind of betrayed her in a way. You'll get it if you check out the book. But it's actually really good and I'm almost done with it. And honestly, I can't wait to read the other ones. I love alien romance. I absolutely adore it. And I don't care if people say it's absolute trash and garbage. That's what these people said about manga and anime and look at that shit years later here motherfuckers are trying to get in on the fucking action so we stand where we fucking stand <laughs> so like i said there was a little sale so i ended up going a little ham because they had a four dollar audiobook sale or a five to six dollars audio book sale and i was like i need to get in on this now like asap let me tell you about the titles that I bought. This has gone on way too long. Holy shit. Let's check out the books I got. Check out my library. Audiobooks, audiobooks. Look at all my audiobooks. Which ones did I get? Which ones did I buy? Let's find out tonight. Where the f are you, bros? Oh, the time it didn't automatically download to my Kindle. That's so frustrating. Ah. Uh, let me see if I can just restart it or something. Come on now. I married a lizard man? What? Get 
what a free sample is. Don't judge me. I I do what I do, and you do what you can do about it. Anyways, <laughs> oh hell is a very hot place. Very hot. Come on, bro. I'm just trying to find my audio books. Why are you making it so difficult for me? Dun 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 dun. dun. Where is it? Sorry guys, I don't know what's going on. I've been crazy. It won't tell me what books I bought. Hmm. <laughs> e is for alpha. No, that's an old one. For the love of everything in this world, I literally just purchased it. Ugh, don't tell me I have to get the audio book. Audio on audio audible oh why can't i say that word audible 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 ah no audible do not judge the way i pronounce things or i try my hardest my absolute fucking hardest to pronounce things (laughs) audio but no it's audible 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 Audible. Let me stop. Uh, sign in. Come on now. Come on now. Let's get it. Let's get it. Get get it. Got it. Good. Let's go. Putinia. There's always something going on in my life. By the way, I, th- I am still in the process of bleaching my hair, so I have to definitely check that shit out. Hairy. Okay, security questions, let's go. It's clearly me, otherwise I wouldn't be here. Approve. Let's see if it goes in. No, I didn't think I was gonna have to do this, but yeah. Library. Okay, so I ended up getting a $4 like alien romance, because of course I did, uh, called Choosing Theo. Uh, I didn't like the name of the person. Uh, I think Theo is a very black name. But it is an alien romance about... Ooh, do not read it. Do not read it, my guy. About a girl who gets captured. And it's like this like runaway kind of situation. Then I also picked up Undead and Unwed. That one is like a more girly chick kind of movie situation movie like a movie um <laughs> audiobook situation about this young 20 to almost 30 something year old woman who gets transformed into a vampire and she is just a hot mess in general and 
I know that a lot of people hate on like these girl, like these chick flicks and like chick movies and stuff like that. They call them that way for some reason to kind of really sex us, but let people enjoy in some hyper femininity, okay? Let people enjoy it, all right? If I have to sit there and watch fucking mat action movies and like football on TV, like let me enjoy my hyper femininity bullshit. Every once in a while, it's gonna go to the doses. The last thing I bought was Dark Planet Warriors and Asking for a Friend. Asking for a Friend looks like it's going to be a hot mess of a read, but I'm in for it. I'm here for it. I like I like that trashy bad boy situation. Even though it's more human-like, sometimes you got to come back down to earth and indulge. The only thing I don't indulge in is freaking, um, what's it called? cowboy romances i know that it's such a giant trope i know that people swear up and down and on their mother's life but i do not find cowboys attractive uh <laughs> now that's not to say if jason Malloy didn't put on a fucking cowboy hat and like a checkered shirt with some boots and like some tight jeans i wouldn't be like oh my god i don't find you attractive anymore no no definitely still attractive but in general like in a general sense I don't tend to like any kind of farmer situation. Like, sorry. Like, that's not me. Like, I'll make my characters farmers, but not like Western. As, uh, hit, I, I, I listen to too many history, like, uh, documentaries, and the hygiene, the hygiene was such a problem. And honestly, I can never forget it. I can, I can never forget discovery channel and the history channel for what they did to me and cowboys i can't sorry guys like that's just not for me but i have to go wash this out of my hair because my hair is now getting hard and or the moisture is gone so that's a bye for me guys sorry it was a hot mess of an episode but i'm a hot mess of a person and if you didn't expect it now now you did all right bye sick of being upsold at gyms my guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.